Welcome to Young Creative Hustlers, a podcast for artists who want to learn ways to make a living by what they love to do. I'm Josh Williams, a musician and filmmaker, among other things, and I'm looking to do the same. Join me on my journey as I talk with other creatives and share my story about how to be a young creative hustler. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash youngcreativehustlers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome back to another episode of Young Creative Hustlers. It's your boy, Josh Williams. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the episode. Today's guest is DJ Melody Waters. She is the owner of Melody and Company, an all-female DJ crew that services primarily in the Hampton Roads area. Um, she has a background in musical theater, which she talks about a little bit, and she's DJed for Disney. She she's DJed at uh, for Bush Gardens. She's done a lot of cool stuff, and I was super excited to have her on the show. I first came across her when she was DJing an event that the company I work for was doing. I had to call her on the phone. I was like, man, she has a nice voice. And um, then we ended up uh, meeting in person. And then I got to see her grind, her hustle, and just everything that she's been doing with her company. And as soon as I started this podcast, I was like, I have to get her on the show. So here's my episode with DJ Melody. Yeah, so when I was thinking about it, I was like, I've got to get Melody on the show. Um, I was like, she's out here hustling. She's got her company. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes. So let's dive in. So tell me a little bit, when did your love for like music and DJing start? Like when did that all begin? Well, for music, I grew up a singer. So all my life, my parents were getting me to sing at their civic league organization parties, you know, block parties. So ever since I can remember, I was holding a microphone at, you know, two years old, three years old, you know, I've always loved singing and being in front of people, performing, entertaining. So that always came naturally, but I kind of made the switch over to being a DJ a few years ago. It was about seven years ago. Really? Okay. I thought you'd been doing that forever. Like, it feels like it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So when did that, how did that happen? Like, where was this moment? Like, okay, I want to start DJing. Where did that all begin? Well, I went to college for musical theater in New York City at Marymount Manhattan College, and it had always been a passion of mine to perform. Mm -hmm. So I did that for about 10 years. And then I was in between gigs. I was looking for some side work. I'd been a waitress, you know, the typical actor server life. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, I, you know, I'm getting older. It's about time to do something else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I decided to venture out and ask some friends. And I had been a dancer on the spirit of Norfolk in high school. And I knew all the DJs and um, Richard um, was one of the DJs. He's a good friend of mine, DJ Richie Rich. Richie um, Rich, all oh, snap. Yeah, okay. and he um, he was like, "Yo, Melody, I'll teach you. Like, if you want to be a DJ, like, let's go. Let's get you out there, be a DJ." Yeah. And I had this, you know, concept of DJs all my life of being these like, you know, weird people at a birthday party, you know, like yeah. that, like weird, creepy guy or whatever in the corner being uh-huh. like, we're going to play games or we're going to like, yeah, exactly. So I didn't know what to expect when I started learning, but I fell in love with it. I started doing events, um, you know, with the local DJs around and I fell in love with it. I, I loved it so much that 
I auditioned for Disney World. Yeah. And that's what really propelled it because I got in and I started DJing for Disney World and Universal Studios. And, wow. Um, that kind of led me into Carnival Cruise Line, which then led me back home so I could be closer to family. And when I moved home, I realized that all my life I'd always wanted my own business. And so I thought it was the perfect opportunity. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Yes, I've said a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's awesome though. So like how you said you just went out and auditioned for Disney and like that was it? Like you just got in? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it takes a lot, little, a little bit more than just being like, Hey, I want to work with you. And they're like, yeah, sure. Um, I actually, Larry, um, a good friend of mine, who's also a DJ, DJ Larry D. He told me that one of his friends was looking for a female DJ for his company down in Orlando, Florida. And I was like, Oh my goodness, you know, I'd love to go down to Orlando. My dream has always been to work at Disney world or like a big, cause I mean, I'm a kid person. Like I, I used to, tour with Sesame Street. So I used to sing and dance with Sesame. Wow. Like I, like, what? yeah, like kid children's theater is yeah. like my jam. Like that's, that's so cool. That's my first love. So yeah. I had always wanted to work with them, whether it was singing, dancing, anything. And so I looked at it, I found this new love of DJing. So I looked at it as like a great opportunity to, you know, venture out into this new career path and also perform at one of the best places on earth yeah so she just went for it like i'm gonna gonna audition for disney let's do it exactly well that's kind of how my life has been um you know i've got a really supportive family um you know very like christian focused like you can do anything through christ you know very much you know very focused in the fact of like strong family values and my parents and my brother, they've always been my cheerleaders Mm. and, you know, to push me to, and that's kind of why I just randomly also went to New York city and I was like, (laughs) I'm going to be a performer on Broadway. Like, you know, I mean, it's that kind of mentality that has really helped me grow and become the person I am Mm. today. That's really awesome. So like, what are some of your musical influences in DJing? Like who, what type of records do you like playing? So I personally love anything with like a really crazy beat. Mm-hmm. Like I, some of my favorite artists are Major Lazer, Diplo, okay. Flying Lotus, like mm-hmm. people that have a creative soul that they don't just venture out on, you know, the typical backbeat, but they, they add a little bit more to it and they like their own flair and twist. So I, I'm really inspired by those types of artists and they, yeah. And they have really influenced me over the years. Wow. That's great. So what are some, now that we can delve deep a little bit, uh, so what are some of the practical ways for DJs to get business? Like, what has it been like for you? The biggest thing I think is knowing the vendors in the industry. Okay. Because I honestly believe that the best type of business that you can get that you should be wanting is word of mouth business. Because that also already puts you into that atmosphere of, okay, I trust this person. I'm excited to work with this person because they've worked with maybe a friend of mine or a colleague. So you're already going into a positive situation. So I think word of mouth is the biggest thing. So if you can get on places that have the ability to leave reviews like, you know, Facebook and Wedding Wire, The Knot, those places, you know, as a DJ, 
if you can get on to those sites and really build your social media, like build a following, build people that really are in a good community behind you. You know, they've got a lot of also DJ communities of people that just really are have your back and like look out for you. If you can get into those communities, I think that that has definitely given me the most success. Mm. So how do you stand out from among what, thousands of DJs? Everybody, my cousin's a DJ, my uncle's a DJ. Like, right. how do you stand out in such a, I, I guess it's flooded. I think it's flooded, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not wrong. No, there, there are so many companies. And that's, you know, that was kind of my fear when I started my company as I was like, well, what is going to make me stand out? So what I've decided to really do is to create more of like a female DJ focus. Mm. So as I expand my company, it's going to become all female DJs. Mm -hmm. um, I have one right now. She's great. Natalie, DJ, love her. She's really been a great asset to my company. And throughout the years, like I'm going to just start expanding. But I think that personally, like what has really helped me become, you know, like, just a different type of DJ than, you know, your typical DJ or maybe like what people see a DJ as is that I've just really used my background in performing as a musical theater artist to kind of, you know, like engage the crowd, like be more interactive, yeah. be more of that DJ that really cares about the couple, like wants to get to know them, like make them the star of the show. Like it's less about me, right? It's more about, you know, making sure that, you know, someone's wedding day goes exactly the way they've always wanted it. You know, it's like, it, it's not about me now performing. It's more of like interacting with the crowd and engaging to the point that everybody feels like they're having a really good time and it's their party. It sounds like customer service. Yeah, right? What is this concept <laughs> that you speak of? No, yes. because I've been at so many functions and it's like the DJ is like just doing his thing. Right. He just doesn't want you to come talk to him. Right. No request. Play a song. No request. Right. He's like, no, I'm doing me. I'm like, who, who is this for? You? Right. That's what I mean is like, I, I have never, ever, I just have never understood Mm -hmm. why that has become the norm, okay. if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I guess just by my personality, I don't think that I can actually function in that way. <laughs> right. I mean, because I just am that really personable type of person that just wants to get to know everybody and make sure everybody's happy all the yeah. time. So I think that, and then with my background at Disney world, I started doing weddings there mm -hmm. and weddings at Disney world are very intense, right? I mean, yeah. they're, Whew. you Ooh. have these clients who are paying so much money, right? For yes. like the, the perfect day, the perfect wedding, you know, everything has to go perfectly. So there's a lot of pressure. So, um, I think I have kind of taken that perfectionism and the nitty gritty details of making sure that every client and is more like of a friend and somebody that I can like make sure they're happy, um, versus it just being about like, Hey, I'm this amazing DJ. I'm going to come do my thing and you're going to love it or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's more client customer focused. So I'm like always on the go. And while I'm trying to make more time to read, most of that extra time that I have is in the car. Not really a good time to read. <laughs> so that's where Audible comes in. I'm starting to listen to books um, in my car, just like I listen to podcasts. And one book I just finished was Simon Sinek's Start With Why. This is a really awesome book about how to market yourself as a company when you start with the reason why you do business and communicate that. So I highly recommend you check out the book. And Audible is actually offering a free audiobook download of your choice with a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check out their service. 
So you can check out Simon Sinek, Start With Why, or you can find whatever book you're interested in on being a creative. So if you want to get your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash youngcreativehustlers. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash youngcreativehustlers for your free audiobook. Keep learning, keep growing, and Audible can help you do that on the go. And now back to the episode. So in those early days, like how are you going out and getting like those clients? Like, was it like, hey, I'm a DJ. Come, uh, I would love to DJ your wedding or party. Like, what was that? What was that like in the early days? Uh, it was terrifying. I, um, I mean, it's it's hard, but, you know, it's one of those things that I already had the experience as an actor in New York City, because every day, I mean, in New York, you're like going out and being like, I want to be in your play. Like, I want to be in your musical. You know, I'm amazing. I promise, you know, like, and, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. like I'm telling you, like, and you're, you know, singing for them and you get like just such a small amount of time to prove yourself to get cast. So I think I just kind of like had to use those skills to be, you know, to show them and, and, but it, it takes time. It takes so much time to build your repertoire to build this reputation. You know, I mean, even in the last, you know, two and a half years that I've been in business, I mean, it's taken a lot of time for people to really gain trust in the abilities that I'm showing anyway. I mean, I think, cause it's important. I mean, some of these events, like a wedding is a once in a lifetime event, you know? And so you don't want it to go wrong. You don't want to just give that opportunity to anyone. Okay. That makes sense. What are some areas that you see DJ struggling in the most that, um, that they can improve in? Not as like a diss, but like just as a help. Yeah, I I absolutely think that DJs need to get to know their clients a little bit more before the events. Because I think sometimes, you know, especially with bigger companies, you might have DJs who, you know, they, they assign the events to the DJ and then the DJ doesn't know about the event until maybe like a week or two before the event. So there's only so much time that the DJ has with maybe a couple that is getting married and they want a certain type of music, you know? And so you only have a certain amount of block of time, like six hours of their wedding to really make everything happen for them. Or, you know, a birthday party, a 50th birthday party that, you know, someone has always wanted. You you have maybe four hours. So it's a lot for a DJ if they don't, I think it's a lot more stressful when the DJ doesn't understand what they're going into, what kind of party they're going into. Because I think, and honestly, I think that, the biggest thing that DJs should realize is every event is different. Every party is different. I mean, I've learned from experience that I can't go into every single party and say, oh, I'm going to play this playlist and it's definitely going to work. You know, I mean, because I've I've tried that, you know, I've tried. I've gone in and been like, oh, well, for the last three weekends, you know, at these weddings, you know, this, this type of list has been working. So I'm going to mash this song with this song and then this, and I played a song and everybody's looked at me like, what are you doing? Like, why are, why are you playing this song right now? Like this, why would you think this would be appropriate for us? You know, and it's the worst feeling. Like, it's like this, I get this like, you know, gut feeling of like, you know, it's like you're jabbed in the stomach, yeah. you know, it's almost like, oh, wow, you're right. Like, what was I thinking? You know? Yeah. And so, I mean, you can always recover, but it's <laughs> to, to avoid those situations, it's best to come in prepared, mm. in my opinion. Come in prepared. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell me, like, I know you talked a little bit about this, but 
the development of Melody and Company? Like, how did you go from I'm just a DJ to, okay, now I'm a business owner? Yeah, well, I've always been the kind of person that has been go big or go home. I mean, true. Okay. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to move to New York City. I'm going to, you know, audition to be a DJ. I'm going to go to Disney, Disney World. World. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, Let's the, go. it's really honestly the kind of person that I am. So I was working for Carnival Cruise Line and my contract was up and it was perfect timing because my brother was getting married and graduating from college. So I really wanted to move home and make sure I didn't miss those defining moments of his life, these big events happening for him. So I decided to move home and I was looking at different companies and I actually was performing with Smithfield Little Theater and I was doing Thoroughly Modern Millie. Have you ever No, I haven't heard seen of that. that? Oh, okay. No. So it's really cute. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a cute musical. And so I was performing with them and I was looking into working at different DJ companies because, you know, I was like, I'll, you know, go and support them. And they were like, oh, you need to be available on these Fridays and Saturdays. And I was like, I have shows or rehearsals, you know, on these Saturdays or Fridays. So it kind of like, it was totally a God thing that, you know, God was kind of like, you can't do this on their schedule. Like you Mm. need to, you need to make this happen on your schedule, like on your time. Like you, you have, I've given you all these abilities. I've given you all these like, you know, tools and skills from all these companies that you've worked with. And like, now it's time for you to have, you know, your creative ability take hold and like, create your own company. And so it really was awesome. It was totally cool how it all just kind of fell into place and it became my project. It became my life and it really has. I mean, I, I love it. It's everything. Yeah. What are some challenges that you've seen with growing a business? Um, Where do I start? (laughs) There's so many challenges. Uh, No, I mean, it's, it's good. It's, it's a good, it's always a good challenge. Um, I think that it's, very, very important, like what I was telling you earlier, that I I think that it's very important not to take anything personally as a business owner and as, you know, um, a DJ, you know, as you're getting these leads and people are saying, no, like, I don't want to hire you. You know, it's like remembering not to like bring yourself down. Um, That's a really big challenge for me because I care so much about what people think. So that's always been a challenge. And then, you know, just the ability to, you know, compete in a healthy way, right? Like with all these other great DJs. I mean, I'm in a lot of different DJ communities and I love a lot of the DJs that are in this area, but doing it and competing in a way that it's not like I'm better than you, but, you know, I just really also want DJ business. And honestly, I I believe that there's plenty of business to go around. I mean, uh, someone's always getting married and someone's always celebrating some type of event. So I think it's a great industry. If I'm just starting out, right, I'm, I want to be a DJ. What's step one? <laughs> What's step one? What's step one? I want to be a DJ. How do I go out there and start this thing? Well, I think you need to look deep down inside and think about how much you love music. Because I think in order to be a really good DJ, you have to love all music. You can't really, unless you, as a DJ, you want to only DJ a certain group or type of event, or say you only want to do a certain type of club or something like that. But I think that with most events, with most parties, weddings, you really need a DJ who knows every genre of music, 
who really has like a deep passion and love for those genres of music. So I think getting a good knowledge of music history, of music, um, you know, like taste and love for music, I think that's a great start. And then, you know, downloading a virtual DJ, you know, program, like you could DJ like Serato or virtual DJ um, with your controller. Virtual DJ is great because you don't have to plug in like a DJ controller um, in order to use it. You can just start mixing at home. So that's a great thing. I, I'm sure there's like a DJ app on the phone. I've seen stuff like that before, too. Spotify. <laughs> yeah, Spotify. DJ on Spotify. Like Shoot, I've fade. gotten by. I've gotten by with that. Yeah. I mean, people have <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, just like bringing the music down and then bringing it back up and being like, it's a new song. Um, yeah, I, you know, it definitely works. I definitely think that if you want to start learning how to match beats together, like learn about BPM, which is beats per minute. Um, every song is labeled with a certain type of BPM and that's what you mix the songs together using. Um, so if you, you know, get on virtual DJ, it'll show you that you can use your Apple library or whatever music library you have and you can bring it over and you can mix different songs together. And I think that's a really great start. Okay. What's the vision for what do you want to do with Melody and company? Where do you want it to go? You know, that's a really great question because I've been really thinking about it recently because I've been kind of at a crossroads where I can really start to dive into this and this is it. And I, you know, have like 20 female DJs all over and, you know, um, or I can just keep it small and keep it this, you know, boutique DJ experience, which it is right now, where I know all my clients very well. They're my friends. Um, I know them. They have, you know, whenever I have an event with a client, like I have them fill out this very extensive, you know, like thing of paperwork where they literally are going into like everything that they need and want and all the music they love, all the music they want, all the music they don't want, you know, their event, things like that. So it's very detail oriented. And I think that sometimes when you get bigger, it's a lot harder to have that really quality product. Um, you know, especially with me, I mean, I'm 30 years old, about to be 31 next month. Woohoo. Happy birthday. Yay. 11, 11. Um, and so I'm, yeah, I'm at this age where I definitely think I have, you know, 10 more years or so of really being the type of DJ that I'm doing, you know, right as right now, you know, with like 40 weddings and 65 events this year, but oh, flex. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's intense. It is intense, especially with, um, Bush gardens as well. So yeah. I'm doing hollow scream and I just did spark mm -hmm. the laser light show during the summer. That looked dope. And I was there like four to five days a week. So on top of all the events on the weekends and everything. So it's been, it's been a busy time, but yeah, I mean, I definitely, to answer your question, I definitely want to keep finding great female DJs. I want to offer them the opportunity to do all the wonderful things that I've been able to do with my business so far. Mm, that's awesome. Any last parting words for young, expiring DJs out there? Man, I think that you definitely just should stay positive. I think that the biggest thing is to stay positive when you're growing a business, when you're becoming something that you've always wanted to become, when you have, you know, when you're changing your career path. I think that it's really important to be positive and also to be kind to everybody because you never know when 
the people around you can help you. And whether that's inspiring you or whether, you know, they might know somebody that, you know, might need a DJ. It's just so important to be nice to everybody. That's good. Where can people find or book you? People can find me on www.melodyandcompany.com. That's my website. And then my Instagram handle is let me be your melody. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Let me be your melody. You guys heard it from Melody here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Whoa. DJ Melody brought it. I told you guys she's an incredible person. Definitely check out what she's doing. Um, Before we end the episode, I just want to take a special time to shout out everyone that's left a rating and review on the podcast. I'm just going to go through some of the latest ones here. Um, This one says, simply amazing, a wonderful speaker with a great voice, imparting wisdom in a kind and practical way. I love this guy. Everyone should listen. Thank you, Pinky the Liver. Pinky the Liver. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's see. Jess Knighty. Great info. The podcast is creative and innovative. The guests have great insight into their craft. They are honest and give real life advice and you can use. I would recommend this podcast to anyone who considers themselves as an entrepreneur, an artist or creative young hustler. Thank you so much, Jess Knighty. And um, shout out to Jaw 3. Great new podcast. Really fun, entertaining. Great to hear about up and coming entrepreneurs and they are on the road to success. Thank you so much. Um, and one more uh, Gecko team member. Next up, Gary V collab. Oh, okay. Josh combines his own production and musical talent in this podcast to make the whole thing run so nicely. This just is. This isn't just another daily grind. Nobody feels bad for you. This is inspiring and tactical at the same time. Definitely worth listening for any demographic who is leveling up in life. Thank you so much, Gecko team member. That's really what I want to do at the end of the day is inspire you to take action on what you're learning. Um, That's why I love these guests that I've been bringing on the show. And hopefully I will impart more wisdom in future episodes. So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or whatever platform you're listening to this on. And just spread the word, man. We got to get the word out. We got all this great information can't keep it to myself. You got to spread it around. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and we'll see you on the next episode. And maybe your review will be featured on a future episode. Love you guys. Take care.